Righto, Muddy Miners. We're uh, battling through day two of diggers. Sound a bit coarse there, Matty. Jesus Christ, a bit hoarse. Yeah. Uh, we actually we actually did some good stuff today. Mate, today was a ripper episode. <laughs> We're doing the intro after we've had ten beers oh, each. Oh, mate. And um, tell you what, we've had some yarns. Yeah, we've had, had a lot of fun. Rippers. We had oh, a, a couple of Revera's on. Let's run the – so we had a the Revera sandwich. Yeah, we had Mr. Tony Wayne and Bramwell. Alex Revera. Which means Azua. Azua, Azua <laughs> and Brightstar. We had uh, Wayne Bramwell. Yeah, West, West Gold. Gold. Yes. We, had, we uh, had Ron Mitchell from Global Lithium. We had uh, Pado from uh, Great Boulder. Great Boulder. I'm too there. pissed to even remember. That's good. To be honest. Hey, the, money, the money miners said, can we get Maddie to be drunk on – they tomorrow's did, they actually, episode. They so said yes. I have delivered. Love it. Mm. Right on, so we got a couple of people to thank as well. The guys at Anytime Exploration Services. Thanks again, guys. Seamus uh, Murphy. Yeah. Bloody, uh, I'm, I'm a bit ashamed of myself at the moment after sleeping in Trav's shed last night. So, oh, mate. Cheers, uh, Anytime. A, a, a bloody any. A key, <laughs> I think. A shed key. I think we need three Shamus keys. Have a key. Seamus probably. Because he's put that much into his exploration services, he probably has a key cutting business as well. Because he's le- that type of guy. <laughs> He'd let you in the house anytime. He would. And who else? The guys at that, that is brilliant. That was so good. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the guys at K Drill. K Drill. Right. New sponsor. They are indeed. K Drill. K Drill. So yeah, got um good old good old Ryan O'Sullivan, bloody legend. Ryan O'Sullivan yeah. is an absolute GC in the mining <laughs> industry. Uh, I've uh, he was the. He was up at Paulson's running the diamond drilling at my first ever underground job. And yeah. I shared many a shower. He told with me, him. he told me today that he saw you sweating like no human had ever been sweating and needing liquids in you like no human ever needed liquids after a hot day in Paulson's. Yeah, yeah, I had to get carried out. Well, I was worried uh, you were going to say after last night. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, no, I had to get carried out of the hole that night. Yeah. Uh, not good, very anyway, scary. Good, good thing is yeah, Ryan is now bloody. carrying a bloody team that is not Matty, but he's capable at K-Drill. I thought you were going to yeah. bring up, I remember a bloke squeezed a pimple on my back in the showers one night and it was a bit weird. So I don't know if that was Ryan or not. Should we cut to the good stuff? Can we rip the show now? (laughs) (laughs) Love it, guys. Right, let's rip it. Uh, Random diggers and dealers chat. Welcome to the Rivera Sandwich. We're all, I think think, uh, senior Tony's probably in the best fucking state out of a lot of us. He's better than the sun. Man, he's wearing a jacket. Look at him. How's that voice going? Terrible. Events. Rip that, buddy. Pull in a bit there, big two. Okay. Buddy, get, uh, get right on it because we've got the background yep. noise. Um, right, so big two, you're setting some pretty high aspirations for your son to follow. You're like, he, he takes his first MD role, you hit a bloody absolute mother load of lithium. He's like, still the bloody big dick in this family, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, setting high standards for him. Yeah. yeah. What's got to top that? You're going to have to find a bloody... Uh, you're probably going to have to get the out of bit. You have to get out of gold, I think. Yeah, mate. Find a bloody yeah. body. Find some to... lithium. I'm trying. <laughs> got a bit of skin in it, Revere, or what, Alex? In this one? Yeah, uh, yeah. Mate, not enough. Not, not enough. <laughs> you can never have enough. Uh, yeah. How's the bloody week been? Brilliant. Really good. As you just cracked it. Oh, you, you be getting, how do you like the attention? Is it a bit, uh, like, look, we know, he hates you, we know how you feel, but... Uh. <laughs> he hates the attention. Stop him. Yeah, just got to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? 
What's uh, how many diggers you done, Big T? Oh, I had a break for about 10 years when we were operating in Mexico and they didn't want yeah. to know anything about overseas companies, but probably uh, 15 out of the last 25 years. Yeah, right. And have you mellowed in um, the maturity oh, of absolutely. not going to blow yourself home, out and you don't sound like me and this dickhead next year? Home in bed alone before midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the detail. It's a very specific. <laughs> Matty would do well just to get in the bed. Get in the <laughs> yeah, so out of the bed. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I've told this 17 times today, but I've uh, got lost and... Phone, phone battery died and ended up sleeping in Trav's shed. And the only way I could find a bed was to suck on me vape so it lit the light up so I could find because I couldn't know where I was going. Oh, Jesus Christ. Good times. Oh, good night. Monday night. Right. So, right, we'll say we, Alex, I'll let you speak as well because um, yeah, as much as I don't with no voice. As much as yeah, I don't really care. fucked. What's Gosway? You've been doing a bit of wheeling and dealing too around the bloody traps. Yeah, mate. A couple of bloody little things signed and all while you're on bloody holiday in London, by the way. <laughs> and Spain and Croatia. <laughs> okay, mate, calm down. Uh, mate, pretty productive. Yeah, no, mate, we did some stuff with DevX, Ardea, um, raised a bit of money. Well, yeah, so, mate, it's good to get a few things done, shore up the business. Streamline the portfolio and get some work done. Uh, is all your uh, wheeling, dealing, capital markets experience really much needed right now when you're trying to find some fucking money off everyone? Absolutely. <laughs> mate, the market's that fucking hard. Mate, no, there's no money for gold, so it's, it's tough, mate. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I reckon that's an opportunity as well. Like, there's, there's a lot of opportunities out there because no one's got money, no one's got capital. Mm. A lot of companies are struggling. You know, it provides potential inorganic opportunities. Who's going to – what's going to be the kicker? Is it because everything's gone down so much, everyone's got their money tied up and shit and they don't want to take it back out to reinvest? Like they're waiting for it to go back up so no one's got capital? Pretty is much. That, is that no, a bit one of the drivers? Everyone's been so chopped up, mate. There's literally no real institutional presence in the capital markets for gold equities at the moment. So any capital coming to the business is high net worth and retail money and, mate, that's all going to lithium. Yeah. All in Azula. Oh, the big guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking struggling. I'm on the bones of my ass. And, you know, <laughs> and the big fella's looking after Can't even get a bite for a day. Don't company. worry. Food on your table, roof over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Might push you in front of a bus soon. <laughs> get What's buddy? So explain, Big T, explain what it was like raising this child. <laughs> like, let's just go back to the start. What phases did oh. we go through? Was there twining? Was there some arrogance like your bloody... Did, oh. he, did he ever take you on? Oh, no, 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 no. There's none of that sort of nonsense went on, thankfully. But, oh, uh, that's boring. God. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, learning to uh, to drink when he's like 12 and spitting on himself. And <laughs> <laughs> Still hasn't perfected Throwing it. up in the back of a taxi and claiming he was car sick. Yeah. <laughs> that was last night. <laughs> <laughs> and did, uh, I guess, what's it like being in mine in the whole time and you have a... Because I've got two girls, so... Um, they're probably just going to be bloody influencers, hopefully, and make shitloads and I'll yep. retire off that. Um, do you always uh, – did you think, right, I'll get a boy, I want to get him into mining. Or get him into money. What were the <laughs> no, thoughts? Well, of course, I became a geologist before I became a father. So yeah. and I always liked that outdoor life and it was, it was good oh. fun getting out in the bush and finding stuff, finding gold, yeah. particularly it was gold back in those days. And then yeah. three boys come along. One by, one by one, and they all um, they went through school, uni, no major dramas, get out of uni. All of them did a, uh, a science degree and also a commerce degree, and all of them went straight into commerce. So is there any, like, who would you, like, everyone has a favourite out of children. <laughs> like, there is no word of a lie and you cannot lie. 
Who's the favourite? Oh, it'd have to be the one that you're sitting next to at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Did any of them bloody... It's not so me. The Do listeners not might know that old bloody uh, chisel jaw next to you is a bloody ex-Western Force player. Yep. Once upon a time, used to play a bit of footy, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah no, and was, and what we call footy is rugby. not AFL. Sorry, rugby, rugby, yeah, real and sport. doesn't it? Piss, it so it pisses me off. Perth calls rugby league rugby. I'm like, it's different. Yeah, and they, yeah. I just, they can't get it. And I've, I've actually given up explaining it. Tell us about because you're a meathead. Yeah, so yeah, maybe I just don't explain it right. <laughs> Tell us about your injury because this is hectic. <laughs> oh, I've heard yeah. this word on the decline. Yeah, this that wasn't great. So it was probably two years ago. I was playing. The last match of my rugby career, as it was, and um, who were you playing? Ah, oh, fuck, who were we playing? A team called Southern Lions. So playing for a first grade team in Perth. Yeah, with Oaks. Um, mate got tackled awkwardly, end up shattering my pelvis and dislocating my hip. So talk, when you say tackled awkwardly, like tackled leg, fucking leg, hard, yeah, or yeah, tackled hard. It was a big unit. Leg was in the wrong direction, and so yeah. there actually there were three of them. And fuck oh, me up. Right. And, and they out. hit him from three different directions at yeah. the same time, Jesus. And, and just. Did you bloody slag him off or give a bit of lip oh, before mate, I was to too busy him up or something? I was too busy crying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. Shattered pelvis. Shattered pelvis, dislocated hip and tore my hammy off the bone or like anything around here was just fucked. Jesus so Christ. I went to, yeah, went to hospital, mate. Spent been a part of a year on crutches, hip replacement. Yeah. Can't run again. I'll yeah. say you can't run now. No, nah, not really. I can outrun you, but... I can't run. <laughs> How do you bloody, uh, you, you, I will say, like, from a good man to man, like, you've kept yourself in pretty good nick after that injury, Alex. So, yeah. I was just talking about how much I used to like mine site showers back in the day. So, yeah, yeah apologies if some of my comments are a bit that way. So, <laughs> <laughs> Matty, you're a big rugby fan. Do you ever, do you ever play? Nah, rugby league, yeah. Second row up. I was like, I was like a... A white second row with a Maori step. You went straight ahead. Just straight ahead. <laughs> so uncut. Like, no ball skills. Slow. Just got hammered all the time. Were you fat then too? Absolute pigeon-toed. Yeah. Like, just like had nothing going for me. Yeah. I tried real hard. The claim to fame you had yesterday was that you were the ball boy to, oh, to so one Rich of the... Oh, uh, so So here's a bloody yarn. I, and I couldn't believe it. I did not figure it out. So... Because I was waiting to meet Reg because I get all these bloody emails. I'm like, good to put a face to the email. And it, we just started talking about where we grew up. And he's like, Inverell. I'm like, what do you mean? That's where I grew up. And it, I've never put the name to the person, like never connected it properly. So he yeah. was in the best rugby league team that went through Inverell with, like, there was Phil Bailey. He, was, he played NRL. And uh, they, like, went, nearly won the whole schoolboy uh, yeah, rugby right. league comp and Reg was in that team and I used to be the ball boy. Was, was he the water boy? No, so I <laughs> I was the ball boy for the Inverell Hawks while Reg was playing juniors right. yeah. and I, oh, I couldn't believe it. So we were just hugging a lot. <laughs> we were hugging it out last have you seen, time. Have you seen Reggie today? No, how is Reggie? Not sure. Not sure. <laughs> Had a few missed calls at about 4 a.m. So Yet to be determined. <laughs> too big, yeah, too I big. did hear that story more than once last night as well. So I think yeah, that sort of speaks yeah. to the state of you fellas. I think I came back fellas. within half an hour and told you. <laughs> 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 How good's I like the bloody Canaccord boys. Mate, oh, they, they've got good there. vibes, yeah. that joint. Yeah, mate, it's, it's a good business, mate. It's big, yeah. Are they, uh, so, okay, so Big T, if you're going to get someone to clip your ticket next time you raise, who's yeah. the 
best go-to organisations? Who oh, do you like? Well, we've always used Canaccord. Yeah. Um, before then, Patterson's. But, yeah, Patterson's What's, became what, what is it about Canaccord? Like, Jesus Christ, they are going to pay for this. They are going to give me so much money after this conversation. <laughs> so but, they should. So they should. But what is it? Because I like them. They're all bloody GCs. So like McCormack, Hoffy and uh, Reg. Yeah. Absolute legends. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Uh, what's, what is it about? Like, I guess what relationship do you need when you're like raising money and you want it done easily, you want it fully subscribed and bloody whatever? Like, yeah. They all take shitloads of money, but what are you looking for? Yeah, they certainly do take shitloads of money. Yeah. They big clip off the top. No, with, with Patterson's and then with Canaccord, uh, it's always been it's, uh, it's a great group of people to work with. You know, and there's yeah. Gavin Waits who's uh, been – Representing oh, us the old for Silver last. Fox bloody yeah. walked past earlier. All right, did he? And then, oh, of course, then, was, of course my young fella was with him for a while. So, yeah. I thought I was hallucinating last night because I saw two of him. <laughs> I didn't know he had a brother. Yes, brothers, yeah, yeah. his brother's Does he yeah. look at Canaccord too? Nah. 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 He's too smart. He's not as grey as Gavin. Nah. Yeah, the Tony, yeah, anyway. I want to ask you about the, the SQM deal beginning of the year. Were there, firstly, were there brokers sort of involved in making that one happen or the SQM come straight to you? How'd that all come No about? brokers. SQM just picked the phone up and called me one day when we put some good results out and uh, said they really liked the look of the project. Could they get in? Did, you pick, the, did you pick it up first, guy? Like, uh, who's this fucking prank calling me? <laughs> <laughs> or was it a private number? No, no. It was just they called. I didn't know who was on the other end. It was just a number. Yeah. And they explained, yeah, this is the business development manager, Louis Bravo from... Uh, from SQM, and he said that they really like the numbers and what we're finding, and could they come and have a talk to us? They, they then come up to the to site with you? Yeah, they uh, went up to Their geologists went up with two of our geos. They hired a helicopter, flew around for a day, dropping in and looking at all these rocks and the pegmatites that are up there, and came back and said, look, we really like it. Can we uh, invest? And I said, sure, what do you want? And they said, oh, how about $20 million for 20%? Yeah. And I said, okay. Did the... Uh, Jeez, any- that's, a, that's a good deal now. Uh, for them, fuck yeah. Whoever, for, for yeah which we're looking at it now, far yeah. out. Yeah. So I you have to run that. a couple hundred mil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you have yeah. to run that way. That one by the the Creasy guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked to the to Mark Creasy about it, and yeah. uh, he was uh, very excited to get someone you know, of international repute to come on on board like that. Yeah, nice. And uh, they've been great to work with. Really good people. Awesome. What's um and what's it like? Like Creasy's such a prevalent figure, but he's like you never see him. He's not a <laughs> Not a, he's not a podcaster, but um, what's a, he's one of he's he's one of what you call the legends of the industry. Like, Absolutely, like yeah. him and Ronnie Sayers and all that. Like they are the true legends of the industry. Yeah. Um, what's it like dealing with him? Oh, he's uh, he's one of a kind, completely eccentric, and yeah. you pick up pretty well any uh, thing, anything that's going on in, in modern discussions today, whatever you want to call it, and he's against it. Yeah, right. So what? So he's, he's, very, just... he's very old-fashioned. Yeah. Um, and but his word is his bond. Shake yep. the hand, and now uh, the deal is done. Yeah. Um, and he's he's just a, a a cranky old bugger, but he's a great person to deal with. It's funny when you talk about the old school fellas like that. I, remember, I interviewed Stan Gilman back in the days. He had Gilman Brothers underground mining contract, and his first ever contract was with. Uh, he was subcontracting to Piggy Bartlett at Bar Minko. Yeah. And he said, like, that whole contract was done on a handshake. Yeah. Like, there wasn't this big document. He said, we did it on a handshake. He says, when I get paid, you get paid. And he went six months without money till, that, till Piggy got paid. And so, like, that old school thing, yeah, that's, that, that's what a, a handshake yeah. was a big thing. And nowadays, it's it's you've got to have the lawyers in there and the lawyers are fine-tuning yeah. everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So, what well, does... Um, Creasy, does he get right involved? 
Like, um, obviously, when he's, he's, he's very passionate about what we're about exploration and discovery. He loves yeah. discovery. And, and that's what he just wants to talk about all the time. So I go around and see him every once every couple of weeks and just bring him up to speed with what we're doing and show him some rocks and he just loves that, that stuff. And it, he's not uh, involved in a day-to-day way. He just, yeah. he just wants to be part of the journey. Yeah. And how's it that you know, the, the sort of model he used to have is a 30, 70 is yeah. the, the way he used to do things. He's got 40 in this one. Why, yeah. why is that different? Well, because normally if he's, the way he used to do it was have 30% of the project and 30% of the company. Yeah, okay. But he couldn't get 30% of us because yeah. he could only take, you know, less, just less than 20. Yeah. So he said he wanted to keep 40% of the project. And, um, and then I said, well, okay, well, let's negotiate a deal. And he said, no, I'll tell you what the deal is. The deal is the deal. Take it or leave it. And we took it. Oh, he has and the money. He has the money. Is he, is he pretty uh, set in his ways? Like, he dictates things or is he easy to negotiate with? What's he like? No, he's not a, not an easy one to negotiate with. <laughs> yeah. Most billionaires aren't. <laughs> so is he, has he got the bloody most coin out of a lot of them behind Gina and Forrest? No, to, uh, no, he wouldn't be that much. Maybe. Was he on the top bloody 200 rich list thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's got 10, he was. He's, yeah, he he's got 10% up. of IGO. Yeah. Which is a $12 billion company. Yeah, he's yeah. worth a couple. So he's going. Yeah. He's worth a couple. He's bloody loaded. Yeah. But he's got 40% of our project and he's got 13% of the company. So, and the, so how, did, how did it come about? Like the him having, did he peg the ground first, you guys come in? How did it all work? He pegged the ground about 20 years ago. Yeah. And he just did a minor amount of exploration every couple of years, just enough to keep it in good standing. Somehow held onto the tenement. Yeah. And, so is, uh, it, yeah. is that why the model is so hard to repeat? Because all the, the land's been pegged ages ago. And, yeah. Because like, on the he, server it seems easy. He's done this ages, like heaps of times. Why don't yeah. someone else just go out and do the exact same, peg it, vend it into other people? But is all the you know land out there pegged already? Or it's pretty well all pegged now. Yeah. Um, but when he went out and pegged it, you know, he did most of that 15, 20, 25 years ago, yeah. and uh, and just held on to it, just doing small amounts of exploration. Yeah. And he found a couple of deposits himself. He found Bronzewing and Jundee, the two big gold mines. Yeah. Himself, but he's also had a lot of discoveries made on ground, which he sold into. Other projects, other other companies. Yeah, yeah, that's worked well for him, hey. Yeah, what a bloody yeah. Yeah. Not bad so, model. Mm. I remember Bill. Uh, I think it was Bill's. Bill Beeman's fine in the front interview talking about <clears throat> talking about Creasy how like the techniques he used to hold on to exploration tenements. I think you alluded to it, like because yeah. he's got fucking ground everywhere. Like, what's the go? What are the techniques to hold onto it? Like, do you oh, have to put a, a little bit into it to satisfy the fact that you keep it? Like, what's yeah? You got to do put a little bit each year or every second year. Yeah, and, and that's what he does. And then, and um, at some stage, he will sell the project into another company, and you know, yeah. as he did with us, keep a percentage of the project and yeah. get a chunk of the company. Fuck, what are you two going to do when you're the richest fuck if this comes <laughs> off? What's the bloody, what's the aspirations? What keeps you ticking these days? Buy a big boat. Big boat. <laughs> what are we big, bigger, bigger than Al's boat. Like, buy a, my boat. like a Ross, like Ross Graham sort of one. Oh, like nice. triple story, bloody. Yeah. One, yep. Don't go too big because you can't get it under that fucking bridge going into. Mate, no, one takes the boat. no one goes up the river. Don't no. go up the river. Don't no. go up the river. No. What, um, you still do no. cray pot season? Do, yeah. do yeah. the crows. Where do you live? Uh, City Beach. City Beach. Oh, no, a bit too far for me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'll flick as a 58 for fuel. Yeah. If I, All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you just go last year? The craze were bloody. Did you just, Oh, they were fucking hot and cold. Yeah, wasn't mate, it? was right. No, we did okay. Did you just no, do all right? Yeah, we had a shit one. No, we had a bloody no, shit right. one. I bloody hated it. You obviously shit house. I didn't. Um, 
We've got shit. Uh, yeah. I, beggars can't be choosers because I'm in someone else's boat. It's his spots. And I'm just turning up, taking craze for like a hundred <laughs> bucks worth of fuel. So, yeah. I can't. I can't complain. <laughs> what about you, bloody Mister Young, the Young Gun? What's your? Uh, you ain't ended up in this MD role because you had too much stock, pretty much, did you? Uh, yes and no, mate. Yeah, I. Uh, I could see the opportunity. I, but did you want to do it? It was never in my career pathway. If I had to give you a five-year plan, uh, yeah. but the opportunity was there. Uh, I had a moral obligation to fix it. To, to make it work, I had a lot of people in the stock. I could see the opportunity, the King West opportunity. There's a lot, like a lot of value there at Menzies. Yeah. There's gonna be so much more M&A in this gold space in WA. Like it's, it's a pretty neat and tidy like proposal, mate. For me, like I come in, it's a 20 million dollar market cap with a million ounces of gold. We're gonna processing plant. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to make discoveries. You don't have to be a wizard. Just do your job, do the work, mm. do the studies, market it appropriately and add value so what so what what's it like putting all the fucking work into all these uh heritage surveys <laughs> and now it's canned it's awesome <laughs> fucking awesome. how many hours do you reckon you put into that so mate, we've, ante we've, anticipating what was coming mate for me 10 ish we've got a 10 hours maybe. oh that's fuck all fuck all but oh. we've got a full-time <laughs> environmental manager and yeah. it's been his job for two months yeah, it literally wow. approvals, heritage, surveys, getting everything ready for the yeah. for my mate. We're going mining. Like you have to have all that done. So it's been a move. It's been a minefield to be honest. And mate, no one knows. Like literally, no one knows what was going. On. You talk to this law firm, that law firm, the government department, DPLH. But apparently, it was in the news today. It's, yeah, the binder. It's the binder. Yeah. yeah, it's been officially yeah. announced. But today. the thing is that what, what they were what they were bringing in for everyone to do in Western Australia has already been done by all the mining and exploration companies for the last 10 or 20 years. Yeah. We've been doing that already. It's only now that the property developers and the farmers have, have been... Oh, yeah. They've, they've realised yeah. and they've they've cracked the shits with it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, and that's fair enough because they, yeah. they don't have the time or resources to no, fucking they don't. Yeah. do what it like. As you said, you have one person working on it for fucking two months. It's his job. A farmer just can't go and pull some bloody bastard right. off the street it's to come and do an environment. It's expensive. Go pay 20, 30, 50 grand for heritage survey. Well, the only person that was going to win was the consultant in between the mining companies and the TOs. And unfortunately, like, the, TOs they, are, the TOs aren't always the beneficiary of it, right? Yeah. You spend a lot of money on this shit. And sometimes it doesn't dribble down. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so where exactly does it sort right. of go from here, though? I can't imagine it's done and done and it's, you know, they're going to come yeah. up with something new. They're going to have to put some more work into it, come up with something better, right? Mate, so for us, we'll continue to operate as if it was in place. Yeah. So we've got more heritage surveys books. We'll get a culture. it's always a good thing to have. Like, we'll have yeah, having a good yeah, relationship We'll have the management plan in place. We'll yeah. do the work. And then when they flip-flop in six or 12 months or two years, whatever it is, You're we've done it. Yeah. So I'd rather have it in place and just, just do it appropriately. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to go, yeah. Is um Is Robbo and Steve-O going to need approval to release this, your IR company? Like They're like, Alex, yeah. why are you going on podcasts with a croaky voice all fucking drinking <laughs> piss? Mate, this voice is fucked. Well, like, I was getting a presentation of 200 people. This isn't and about I was whispering. mining. This is about the Revere's. That's the way <laughs> I see it. That's the way I see it. What's the bloody, uh, is mum proud or what? Probably more of him than me. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> she's, what, is she, she's very proud. Very proud of her three sons and all the families they've got. 
What's it? And what's it like? This is this a fucking dream? I don't. I'll bloody tear up because I'm half pissed. But like, is it a dream to be rolling around diggers with your son? Yeah, absolutely. Be fucking oh, awesome. man, we've done a few huge. in the past. We've done a few. Yeah, things, but yeah, a few well, conferences and that together. So you know, it's good to hang out with him. Tony yeah, makes Tony, me feel a bit younger. Tony, yeah, yeah. Tony's <laughs> usually scrapping the gutter with the rest of us, but now he's. It's a billion dollar company. He's got special <laughs> friends. Jeez, you got funny. He's busy. This, this might be the yeah. last rogue yeah. podcast you're allowed to do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're probably not even allowed to do mate, it anyway. I, mate, I had, to, I had to pitch it to him. I was like, mate, this podcast would be great for you. He's like, what the fuck is this? Who's this bloke? He goes, like, mate, very professional outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, but is, is anyone not going to buy a fucking in demand commodity oh. just because you went on a podcast? If they need it, they'll fucking want it. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. Gold. Are you talking about gold? WA. And uh, star. <laughs> Northern <laughs> Lithium. BTR's the code. Bright Star. Bright Star. <laughs> it, we've got footies. Mate, bright Star footies, come to the booth. Oh, like, Great can't, footies. Can't bloody, uh, can't bloody fucking knock you for trying because Jesus Christ, you've been doing some wheeling and dealing. You're not Mate, sitting there preserving, trying. not sitting there preserving capital, not drilling like you're Mate, trying, bloody trying, trying to get hard. the front foot forward. That's what I've yeah. noticed. Even though the share price is. Like, like, yeah, what's everyone, the program? like everyone done fuck all. Done like, fuck all, mate's gone that way. Yeah. It's been great. Um, what's the size of the, the drill program? So we've just finished 7,000 metres. We've got an air core program to start and then we'll probably do another five to 10,000 metres of RC. Yeah, okay. We've got a scoping study will come out in three weeks. It'll show essentially NPVs, IRRs, enough for enough meat on the bone for ner nerds like you to kind of Fucking <laughs> peck into it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 This one I'm going to stack oh, out. I'm going to tear that up to shreds. Yeah. Ah, you're talking about yeah, 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 I can stop it. Just make sure you're putting in the right uh, split set lengths and things like that. Just for you, Practicalities, mate. mate. Just for you. Uh, what what, are, what do the two brothers do, mate? So my eldest brother works for Chevron. Yeah, okay. He was originally for he worked for Traffic Guru. He was an oil trader. Oh, sick. So he was, he was relatively smart. My other brother works in M&A, private business M&A. Yeah, right. Fucking hell, Tony, you haven't produced any dole bludges, <laughs> mate. Jesus no, Christ. Uh, but no. they're both, they're both you know, they say about going to the bank of mum and dad, and I go to the bank of my sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should be able to retire, sir. We're like, fuck you, will once mate, this we'd, bloody thing we'd kill to get up. some commodity traders on the show, but they're the most private bloody people yeah. out there. They won't say a single word. Mate, I, I got some fascinating insights into Traffic Guru from my brother, and ah. certainly on the oil trade he lived in. We'll have a beer afterwards, mate. Singapore, Geneva, like, is yeah. the fuck, it's the dark arts. Well, yeah, he's back doing the gas trading now for yeah, Chevron. Yeah, like gas, yeah. like, mate, it's a proper dark yeah. arts. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, um, rewind back to two years ago when you were at Canaccord. Yes. Look at six it. Six months a, ago. A small, a small cap. Oh, was it was six months ago. I left in January, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, well, even two years ago, like, rewind to a small cap with, say, a few hundred thousand ounces. Like, $30 million market cap was considered a... Microcap. Yeah. Now that's eight. Yeah. Like, mate, have you six, noticed that? Two, like, yeah. yeah. Man, it's hard, mate. The small cap market's very hard. There's no liquidity. There's no broker support. Like, there's all the, all the kind of retail investors are all playing critical materials. Like, it, it's it is very difficult, mate. Probably the hardest I've seen in ten, ten years. Well, when. Yeah, even companies that are 100, 200 million bucks yeah. and they trade 10,000 shares a day. It's, yeah, it's, it's like. Yeah. How does a fund or an institution get any interest yeah. in that? Because they, they can't get out. And they can't get out. They're accused for being short, but I'm like, well, no one's buying it, yeah. so how can we be short? And then uh, the, the market gets smaller at the broker end of town. There's yeah. no research on any of the yeah, guys no, either. Tough, so, yeah. You know who should pay us? I've heard this one. So the ASX, they pay brokers they to cover stocks. They and do. that's that's not a secret. They, they, do, they do that. Yeah. They do, yeah. They should pay us for just talking about stocks and educating the market. <laughs> I would, I would second that. That's, yeah. that's smart. 
yeah, in fact, do why don't you why ASX? don't you get someone from the ASX on the show? Oh, well, that'd be riveting stuff. I should. I'd have a good few questions for them. Yeah, um, mate, wouldn't we all? Yeah, fucking hell. We could have like a, and we'll set up a crowd. Mate, call like, a friend, favourites, yeah. dolls in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Voice your problems. Sorry, we've just got 190 MDs on the line ready to <laughs> ask the question. <laughs> what about um? And this is yarn we've already had. Uh, we've had before, Junior. Is about <laughs> using brokers who charge a shitload of money to raise money. Yeah, but eyes on the stock compared to doing like direct placements to your mates or major shareholders yeah. already. What's your views on that? Share, use your, you, your uh, mate, shareholder so money's used for the, mate, so to I've just, the ticket. I've just, I've just raised money, for example, so I've gone through that process. Can accord with lead manager. Yeah. They did a fantastic job, as I always do. I hope I get kicked yeah. back for that one. Um, <laughs> but, mate, I, to be frank, I could have done the whole thing myself. Like, yeah. But you don't get the eyes on the stock. You don't get the liquidity. You don't get people talking about it. Like, you need... In this market specifically, you need people talking about your company. Yeah. So you need more, like, we had other brokers participating. I had some guys from Euros, Argonaut, Fosters. Like, guys, like, the more eyes you get on the stock, the more kind of spokesperson people, people for the company, the better. And you're giving yourself the best statistical chance of going up. Correct. I, I hope so. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Tone? You go by the same same. Well, we were the same. Uh, as you and Minerals, we were the same oh, up until a few months ago. Because he it and give them back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a couple of big raisings. The only two raisings we've done in the last three years was we put uh, had that nickel discovery up on the same project on Andover. Yeah. We raised $37 million, And then we uh, raised $20 million through uh, SQM. Yeah. So they're the only two raisings we've done recently. But you go back before that, when we were in Mexico, it was hard yards. It was really hard work trying to get money yeah. And, and get results out and get people to like you and talk about you and do share, buy shares. It was really tough. Um, so word, but now you find something cool like lithium and, hey, good. Mr. Popular. Word, word on the decline is that when you were looking for nickel, old Junior has told you that you should start looking uh. for lithium. Word on the – I've been told Do that. not believe a word he says. <laughs> do not believe a word. Who, who told you that one, Exact <laughs> words. Came out of one of your son's mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, true story. Uh, Tony, right. tell the truth. Yeah, tell absolutely. the truth. You know what? Now tell that we've the made one of the, discovered one of the world's greatest lithium deposits, every man and his dog's telling me they told me so. Tony. Every <laughs> Tony and his dog. Tony, tell the truth. <laughs> it's just the four of us. <laughs> yeah, no, this is secret. Like, you can trust yeah. me. Yeah. This is off the record <laughs> now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, mate, I could talk shit for hours. This yeah. is great. <laughs> is this um so big T? How would you rate this in terms of uh, professional credibility of all the investor relations podcasts? Oh, this is brilliant! Done? Absolutely brilliant! <laughs> Love it. Can I come back? Oh, mate, we'll have you, Maddie. This is a throwback to the life of mine days. Just come back, Maddie's Sink backyard. Got the TV there, the couch set up. He's got the, the keg on the side. Just keeps pouring them. And I can just see where the conversation goes. There's and no like script. The last happened. two hours are like the highest. Um, the last, sorry, 15 minutes of the highest legal risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, Trav, do you want to chime in? We've had a fucking ball. We've, we've talked absolute shit. I've got to have a piss. <laughs> I've just got one, one question, one question. How is, how is Alex handling being 
the second most important person in this conversation. Because <laughs> I get the sense that you're oh, saying... Shit. He's, he's actually speechless. It's it, fucking shit ass. And, and I mate, lost my voice because of it. I'm very, I'm very curious. When are, you, when are you going to do something that's worthy of a bit of credit in your own right rather than rather than piggybacking off your dad's, like, reputation again? <laughs> mate, like, the only way you get an appearance on Money Mind podcast is, oh, yeah, I'll come along with my dad, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pull you off on that, mate. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Maddie's been begging me for weeks. And somehow I heard you, you, you convinced your old man to man the Bright Star booth at Diggers yesterday. I did not know that, yeah. No, I just slipped in there because it was cooler than the uh, main team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope some of your geological intellect transferred into Alex. Because oh, right. yeah. he, he knows how to capture the attention, but I hope the bloody, um, you know, the real bloody gravitas actually nope. backs him up. Oh, if he ever asks me where to find something, I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery's the key. Mate, you, you hire people smarter than you. That's yeah, the key. Yeah, gotcha. So I was getting to the Bright Star booth. It was a bit too busy at the Azure booth. You needed a quiet yeah, yeah, that's it. Mate, quiet space. He was literally the only person in the Bright Star booth. Someone was like, mate, I went to talk to you and your dad was sitting there. <laughs> and if someone had come up, I would have given him a good story. Yeah, oh, so we've got lithium on our side gold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bloody oh, beauty. Bloody yeah. beauty. Love it, guys. I don't go. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Right. How good's that? Righty, so you got to go. I'll give you an example. I'll try and do it. So this is a sort of picture me not bloody 10 beers deep. It's like, g'day, money miners. Welcome to Deep and Ollie's. We're getting deep into lithium. And if you want to know what's going on in the Bald Hill region, you've <laughs> got the MD of Global Lithium here to give us some word on the decline. The Bald Hill Something region. Like that. <laughs> the, the manor region. I went, um, <laughs> I, went uh, yeah, I went a bit rogue there. I kind of forgot Good. what I was doing. Something like that. So yeah. that, that sort of intensity. You can't half-ass sure. it. You actually have to bring your entire fucking... Yeah, pretty much you've got to put, I'll give it a you've got to put I'll your give family on the line. All right. Like, all in. Let's give it a red-hot go. All right. Ready to go? Yeah, go. let's do it. All right. G'day, listeners. Here we are, diggers. <laughs> We're all firing up here. We've got... MD of Global Lithium, Ron Mitchell, here, ready to speak. You speak in third person. Have you seen that Seinfeld episode? It's like, Jimmy likes you. <laughs> Jimmy likes to jump. Yeah, no Seinfeld fans. Bloody hell. Mitch, welcome to bloody uh, Money of Mine, mate. Why are you wearing a high vis shirt? Surely you haven't been doing any hard work. Right. Well, money. you can see how clean this high vis shirt is. Clearly, yeah. I haven't done a lot of hard work. Uh, we um, we had our board in town as well for diggers. Uh, got three of our board members. We did a side visit out to Manor. We're only 100 clicks uh, so east you put, of Kalgoorlie. So you put the high vis shirt on to try and convince your board that you do high, hard work. Well, I was the only one in diggers wearing a high vis shirt today, so I did stand out. And that was I was the, the only one wearing, wearing, the only one wearing shorts yesterday. It's a peacocking like, with the high vis. Uh, it sounds like <laughs> us up at Pilbara just wearing the high vis. Yeah. The only ones there doing it. <laughs> it does stand out, though. I'll give you that. So how's Diggers been treating you, Ron? Diggers been good, mate. Good, really good. We've um, yeah, we've got a big team here. Obviously, one of the few projects, hundred Ks within Diggers. Oh, yeah. the promotion has started. So we can't have this. We've got to get character fun. before you pump your body. The more, the more mate. you promote, the more we'll we are your usual yeah. fucking interviewer. Right? The more, the more, the more speed. Turn the off the bullshit radar now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Diggers, oh, this is an amazing event. This really is an amazing event. You get a chance to meet everyone in mining. And, uh, yeah, that's why we're here. What's, buddy? Right, let's get into the word on the decline, mate. Your region. 
Global Lithium Essential, Bald Hill, Mount Marion. Couple of exploration stories down south, mate. What is going on? Who's going to take Ball Deal? It's the lithium highway. I'm not going to comment who's going to take that asset. I mean, we've got a great asset. There's a lot of great assets in around this area. This is gold country, but it's becoming lithium country. When's it going to get taken then? Good question. I reckon uh, there's likely to be movement this year before Christmas. That's my my call. There you go. For, for what I to like get taken that. out? Hey. But what, what was that? Bald, bald Hill. Bald Hill. Bald what's, Hill. What, what's, the, like, what's your interpretation of what's happening? It's, it's hard for us to be across that, right? Because it's not public. But, I mean, you'd be immersed in it more than we are. What, like, how should everyone that's following the space be thinking about Bald Hill and how that fits into everything? Oh, look, I mean, the thing is, there's very few production assets, right? And you think about how long it takes to get an asset up into production. It's a big journey. It's a difficult journey. And you've got an asset that's sitting there that has the potential to be producing... And is putting trunks in now? market. It's, uh, D- is it producing? D- DMS yeah. only. Doesn't have flotation. That's right. It's doing yeah. at a very limited yeah. scale at the moment. And the current owners, they've invested serious capital into it in the last yeah. few years. I'm guessing it needs a bit more to make it really hum or what's, what's your interpretation of that? Yeah, look, I've been on site, but, you know, obviously um, it's an asset that DMS only, from what we understand, the public available information, I think, is the resource of, 26 million tonnes. So with all these assets that haven't been producing, you're going to have to spend some capital to get them up, get them up and going. I've got no understanding of the state of that plant in terms of um, whether we can flick the switch and get it moving. Um, but clearly there's interest in the asset, all the assets in and around this area. This is going to be a hub of the future, no you, doubt. Ron, I've, I want to ask you about focusing on, on MANA now. So the, the scoping study came out, I think, February of this year. Yeah. And... The share price hasn't done too well since then. I think there was a few of the assumptions that a few people in the market commented on. It was my sort of takeaway. How much do you think is critiquing the scoping study or the macro around lithium prices and whatnot? What was the sort of reaction you got? Yeah. From JD, that? could I just butt in there and say you asked that question so politely, you really used your manners? <laughs> trying to, mate. We don't want the guests to run off. <laughs> manners. No, no, uh, fair call. We, um, I mean, it's a pretty tough time in the lithium market. Their prices were coming off for that time. But, you know, as with all scoping studies, there was a fair bit of, a lot of assumptions that went into that piece of work. Um, but what it, it gave us enough confidence, I think, to get on with spending the real money, and that's the DFS. Yeah. DFS for us is about a $15 million, $15 million spend. You're skipping over the PFS, right? Yeah, yeah. well, part of, we will have an oil reserve out in yeah. late, late Q3, early Q4. So underpin because under ASX we need to announce a PFS as part of an oil reserve announcement. So, but the DFS is tracking well. Um, as I said, we'll look at some some modifications uh, with regards to the mine plan, mine schedule, most importantly. But importantly, Matty reckons it's got to be underground. Is that is he right? Oh well, with all our uh, with all mines, all lithium mines, it's it's all around the strip ratio. So yeah, we think the strip the cutoff point to move underground is probably twelve to one. We've got some nice graded depth. DFS will sort of give us the story, and that's underway, and hopefully out uh, back end of this year. Is, there, could... is there a lot of a lot of study and comparison going into when? I know you mentioned twelve to one. What that strip ratio is and grade that means it's viable to switch from an open pit to an underground. Yeah, look, there is, and we're working with it the best. You know, really, yeah. all the contractors we're using is part of the DFS, and all those numbers are fucking changing the whole time too. Yeah. Like de- development costs and everything like that's the worst well, thing they do, it. and also your assumptions around market pricing as well that's going to have a big impact so yeah. my view on market pricing stronger for longer are you guys that know you've been in the sector a long time and 
it's hard to get projects up, even in great jurisdictions like WA. Um, so for that reason, my view is firmly spodumene pricing in particular. We've seen all the majors move to invest in spodumene. Arbamal's doing it, SQM's doing it. So, and we're in the best jurisdiction on the planet to be, you know, delivering these sort of projects. Who's, uh, who have you got good relationships with? Uh, Minrez, obviously. Minrez's been a great supporter. Yeah, sitting on the register at 9.6. When got, did they get in? Early, early? Yeah, early they've, they've, they've actually increased their stake um, throughout our journey. They came in initially uh, April last year. Yeah. Originally a 5% position and then they built it. Um, built, oh, we had an institutional placement late, late last year and they, uh, they lifted up to 9.6. Yeah. You've got you've got an off take in place, right? We do one and, partner, and yeah. it's, it's with a Chinese partner. Does that does that at all limit limit your you know your your potential flexibility when it comes to? But there's a lot of talk about picking the right partner in the yep. film at the moment, and 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 there's also a bit of discussion that um, if you pick a, Ch a Chinese aligned partner, that you're compromised in some way, shape or form from the scope of subsidies that are floating about or incentives. Mm. Do, you, do you see your partnership that you have, your offtake partner, as a limitation mm. for the value potential of Global Lithium? Yeah, look, that's a good question. I've been doing offtakes in Lithium for more than 12 years. Um, if you want to make money in the near term, the next two years, you're going to make money out of China. You're not going to make any money at all out of the US, I'll tell you right now. So as much as down in the longer term, the IRA is going to play a really important role. It's not in the next couple of years. So we think China's a, going to be a really important part of the market. We're not going to do all our deals in China. I think we're going to be diversified as far as offtake goes. But there's really strong interest. I mean, we've got interest from Japan, Korea, Europe, North America, India and Indonesia. I mean, the market is opening up and everyone's chasing spodumene. It's, it's, it's quite, quite amazing. But look, China's still important. There's still really good tech in China. Um, but yeah, we've got our eye on diversification across the register, the share register, and of course the off-tape piece as well. What about uh, what do you think about ore sorting? Because it looks like looking at your ore yeah. body, you're going to need a lot of ore sorting, like with the internal dikes. Mm. What do you think about the technology? You're up yeah. on it, waiting for uh, Pil Pilbara chucking it in is going to be handy for you guys. Yeah. See what fucks up there, and then you yeah. can just yeah. let them make the mistakes. Yeah, there's always a. Sometimes with tech deployment, there's a first mover disadvantage, right? So, but we think our ore body in particular is amenable. Yeah. There's a really sharp contact between our pegmatite and, and the um, the basalt and the mafic, which is magnetic. So That's when, where all the iron is. Your main, your main load where you've got the gaps there, what do those gaps scale to? Like, what are the, are you able to separate them into individual yeah. stopes? Is it like two to three metres? Is it one metre? Is it yeah. 10 metres? It's a combination, actually. We've got sure some really varies. big, thick, Pegmatites plus 20 meter intercepts, true width, high grade. You know, there's very low iron in, yeah. in those pegs as well. So we think the ore sorting is going to be used on those those thinner lenses. So yeah. as we're mining, um, not all the ore is going to go through the ore, ore sort. It's probably going to be somewhere in between 20, maybe 30 percent of all yeah. the ore mine will go through the ore sorter. Those yeah. big fat grey control visual control pegmatites, we can just run those through the ore uh, the ore crush. Yeah. There's been a bit of a, a change in strategy for you guys. It feels like the message since Diggers has actually been, you know, you know talking about, um, uh, you know, a, a DSO opportunity. Yeah. And is that is that a response to kind of the demand that you felt from people who are building the fucking facilities, but they don't have, they don't they don't have the supply yet? Yeah. Right. There is a real near-term opportunity around DSO, and. Um, We've got nobody that's amenable to it. We've got shallow mineralisation. 
Um, we've got a mining lease that's in now, an application that's in, so we'll have that probably granted back end of this year, early next year. Um, and we've got really strong interest from the downstream. So if it wasn't for that really strong interest, I probably wouldn't be looking at it. But look, we're going through a process, de-risking. We've got a PFS for the DSO opportunity, and that'll come out probably September. So we'll have a CapEx and OpEx, a full logistics study. So we'll have a better, better sense of um, is, that a, is that a realistic opportunity for the company? I think it will be. But, uh, yeah, the PFS will tell. Ron, I'm, I'm kind of curious to, to dig into your background a little bit. So you're, you, you're a uh, lithium buddy sales guy, right? This is, you, were, you were selling buddy concentrate like yeah. a, when lithium market was very, like, very early stage, very infinitesimal. Why are you the right person to buddy build a mine? Well, for another reasons. Well, I'm actually an Enviro guy by background, believe it or not. But um, look, no, I've been uh, in sales and marketing, commercial roles, M&A for best part of 25 years. Um, and it's all about contacts and just building the right team. Now, I'm not the guy who's going to be physically building the mine, but I'm the guy who's going to create a culture to bring in a team that's going to build a mine. So it's about our team, honestly. But how, does it annoy you? Like, like say, if, if your aspirations are actually like, I want to fucking build a mine. Mm. But you work, when you work for a small company and you're always yeah, – the high probability outcome is that you will be taking it, taken out and someone else will build it. But what if you want to really build it? What, what, do you, what can you do? That's a good question. I mean, you can't control your destiny. You can only just get on and sort of de-risk as much as you can. I think that's what we're doing. This guidance I've given the team is just – as much as we can, de-risk this project. So when we do pitch an FID to the board next year, I can do so with confidence. So, but look, um, yeah, it's it's high stakes at the moment in lithium, as you know. There's not too many lithium jaw compliant resources globally. We've got two of we own two of only 14 in Australia, and getting to jaw compliance is hard, as you guys know. I guess ultimately, Maddie, like doing the doing the job is doing the best job for the shareholders, right? Yeah. So yeah, I suppose. But like, know. but some MDs, I'm sure, that are really passionate about building a project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you put all your heart and soul into growing mm. the resource and doing the scope and studies, and really like, I want to see this through, which is what I'd want to do mm. if I was in that position. I'd be like, fuck! I wish everyone would piss off and stop buying it, buddy, so I could actually do it. Yeah. So Lion Lion Town's probably a great example. Like the mm. fact that they've gone through that whole process from two cents yep. and they've built the whole thing. So, Ron, Ron right. I'm, I'm keen, right? Take your buddy Global Lithium hat off at the moment mm. and you're, you sit on the board of the LME Lithium and Cobalt. Yep. I don't, know, Cobalt I, I don't know what the fuck that means, by yeah. the way. But uh, yeah. with that hat on, <laughs> what, is the, what, is, what, is the, what does the mining world not quite understand about those market dynamics, which are apparent? from the purview of that position? That's a good question. I mean, like, this is part of it. We're part of an energy transition, right? And for investors, a lot of investors are looking for risk mitigation. How do we mitigate our risk through pricing? And having hedging instruments like derivatives is an important part of that. So the LME is obviously has been established to provide those type kind of mechanisms and tools for, for investment. Um, so they have got a lithium hydroxide futures contract. It's a cash settle futures. It's still pretty nascent, right? It is new. There isn't a lot of liquidity, but part of it is building that liquidity, promoting the product. Um, there's quite a few representatives on there. Goldman Sachs is on there. There's a few global traders. Ford's on there. So it's representatives from the entire global EV value chain. But look, is it, is it the most liquid 
like market for the futures or is that fast markets? Yeah, I want to so? ask you about yeah. the new Chinese futures contract yeah. that came out just two weeks ago yeah. and dropped off 15-odd percent on the first day. Yeah. What do you make of all of that? Yeah, interesting. I mean, again, there's two markets. What you see is a market internal within China and one outside of China. Yeah. So the LME is really picking up those external trades. Most of the people you know, on the downstream side looking to build a battery business to focus on those high nickel chemistries, which lithium hydroxide's focused. Lithium hydroxide's harder to producing right. than carbonate. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dangerous good. It's got that caustic element. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, look, these, these exchanges are going to evolve over time. Um, liquidity is building. I know the CME is doing a heap of trades. They've got a, a carbonate and a hydroxide contract building liquidity. But it takes time. It takes time. What, what, what do you make looking out at the landscape um, of, of, I suppose, so like, like MANA, it was a discovery, but it's now past that. It's in like study phase. Mm. And the market attention is sort of, you know, at the, at the stage even earlier than that, but in, in the names that have more scale. Yeah. Like if you were to just opine on what you see the market, where the market attention is, like how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about that? Oh, look, it's, um, it's the reality is you move out of, you know, it's on that Lasson curve, you move out of, it, out of exploration to development. But what, what I will say about Manor is that there's more legs on the project. Like we're, uh, we're the tenement owner now, so we've had to go through the front door and get the heritage agreement signed, which we've done. We're making great progress with our TOs. But we've got a 50,000 metre exploration campaign ahead of us and we, we think we're going to add some serious tonnes to this asset. Um, but look, good on our peers. You know, the world needs more lithium. We need a lot more projects developed and um, new discoveries are going to be harder because most of the discoveries in the past have been underpinned on uh, open outcrops. So you've got at-surface targets to which you can sort of provide a drilling campaign. Um, but going forward, the low-hanging fruit, I reckon, in my personal view, has already been discovered. So... It's going to be good old-fashioned high-risk exploration for the new discoveries. I love it. So we do a... So if we say a heap of companies and you could give a score out of 10 the probability that they will buy Bald Hill. That they will what? That's it, that they'll buy Bald Hill. Aye. That'd be a good game. Let's who, are play. who are the buyers? Minrace. Hancock. Develop. Well, develop, develop, yeah, develop in the minerals. Who else? Who else could buy Bald Hill? West Farmers? Yeah, that's a... West Farmers uh, SQM. Albemarle. Albemarle. IGO, we tried to get into the goldfields, remember? Yeah, IGO. But, but, but it'd be there. But they'd have to do it with Tianchi. Yeah. Do, do you think the hype is deserved with how critical Bald Hill is perceived for consolidating that region? Yeah. Is it... Is it is, that, is, it, is it validated? It was one of the first into administration when lithium tipped, right? So it's not like a fucking standout. Is it just for the mill? Or? I mean... Yeah, well, there's processing infrastructure there. Uh, it, the prospective land, there is, yeah. there is lithium pegmatites running through that area, that precinct. So, oh, look, anyone who believes in the energy transition future and has got a position in lithium should be interested in building their asset portfolio, right? Yeah. So... The names you mentioned, I'm sure there's probably another half a dozen that I could probably mention, but anyone who's keen to grow their assets and be part of this is probably looking at the looking here's at Bald a, Hill. Here's a bloody left field one. All chem alive in. Oh yeah. Imagine I popped that. in my imagine. head, but I thought they'd be too too unrealistic. Well imagine, I if, they, more imagine if they don't want to leave Australia, they might 
go the underground down. feasibility with Mount Catlin, mm. and then they're like, nah, we're going to take the whole region. But min, min res have to be in the best position with their minority shareholdings in... Yes, in that in, region. In yeah. global, in essential, yeah. in develop. Yeah. Like, they're, they're in the best spot. And I think they also have... They have a farm in arrangement with Pantoro. They might have some other stuff too in the region. Are they in Lovato or Lightning as well? Do you know? I'm not sure. They're the expiration. Oh, mate, this is where – this is the fun bit, spitball and word on the decline. Yeah. yeah. And Liontown's got Baldania down there too. Yeah. yeah. So there's a you'd bit around. You, you'd think Baldania will be either sold or spun out. Ron, can we do an overrated, underrated, right? All you got to say is overrated, underrated. Is good. If you I really like want to be neutral, you say moderately rated. So what are the overrated, underrated, or neutral? Uh, yeah, okay. So are they trading high, trading low? Uh, Azure Minerals. Nice hits. Uh, yeah. Looking good. That's, that's not... Und uh, that's underrated? <laughs> Is it underrated? Or over uh, moderate? What are they? They're over a billion, billion bucks. They're in a pretty the upper echelon, aren't they? No, the hits look great. Um, more to come, I think. That sounds uh, like a neutral or so what, neutral? Are you, what are you saying, Ron? Probably, probably going to be neutral most of these. Moderately. Yeah. moderately. Long what about long term, got a resource yet, long -term so. lithium price of 2000 a tonne? Uh, 2000 US a tonne, long term. Ooh, under, under in my view. Yeah, right. yeah. Line Town. Nice company, nice team. What are they? One point. What's their market cap? I'm not sure. Line Town. Uh, six bill, six billion. Yeah, well, a lot of interest. There's not too many 150 million ton resources out there. Well, so potentially a few hundred mil capex gap or something. I think they've I think they've plugged that now. Have they plugged it? Announcement the other day with some funding come together. Yeah, and they got hey, good good partners too. Off take. Ron, you've been in, in lithium a fair bit. So what do you think of direct lithium extraction, DLE? It's going to be hard. I'm a I'm a hard rock guy, and I like using proven tech. I mean, it's high risk of capital deployment, in my view. Is that overrated. It's proven, overrated, in my personal view. Yet, uh, Delta Lithium. Hmm. Uh, one of my peers. Peers. Yeah, they got a couple of projects. Uh, one not far from us, to the north of us, and one up in the Gascoigne. Oh, Flano's doing well. Which one was that? Is that overrated, underrated? <laughs> uh, Good way I'll, I'll take a neutral position because I don't really know Flano, Flano, Flano overrated. overrates don't the pick publicity. Any <laughs> uh, ooh, what Patriot else? Battery Metals. Oh, that's it. That's it. Ken, uh, Ken used to be on the LME Lithium Committee with me when he was uh, at Pilbara. I know Ken well and the team well. Uh, they got a great asset, haven't they? Uh, I'll take a neutral position, but great asset. What, 109 million tonnes? Okay. Pa Patriots, come, Patriots mineral resource estimate uh, announcement. Yeah. What was contained in it? Yeah. Cut off the grade. It looks good. It's got legs and there's more to come. What so. about uh, detail in it and waiting for the technical report, knowing where the high grade is? Yeah. And again, I'm not familiar with the Canadian requirements around their listing disclosures, but um, yeah, no comment on that one. Ah. You tried. I looked at it a bit. <laughs> what about going downstream in Australia? It's got to happen. Oh, that's a good one. It's got to happen at some point. It's hard. Like, there's a very clear first mover disadvantage on downstream because these are complex chemical plants. People underestimate how hard they are to build. So we're not, we're not chemical 